We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. is going on guys welcome back to another episode of talking halos i'm your host today jared Timms, and i am joined alongside my co-host my partner in crime nate green nate how you doing again since we just did this but i'm doing well again. how I about know. you buddy you won't you're doing well yeah i'm not doing too bad nobody else will see it but uh yeah we had to do this again it's good we're doing good it'll be fine it's fine it's fine angels are playing some decently good baseball right now it seems like angels nation isn't panicking too much at the moment after winning the next two. The bullpen seems to have calmed down a little bit, only given up two runs in that uh, Washington National Series. Um, I know that a lot was made out of it, you know, bullpen-wise and all that fun stuff, but only two runs was uh, were given up, two big runs that they probably should have won. I'm just, hey, runs, Nate. ERA, that does matter. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It does. 
Can you stop the other team from scoring? Yes or no? And they did that. I mean, it wasn't Name a great of offense, game. but they did that. And I don't know. I, we can't take a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot. But we'll continue to play this series by series. You can't take a lot from the national series, I don't think. I mean, yeah, they played bad baseball in game one, and we'll kind of we'll go over it a little bit. Nothing too much, though. Um, but I think we do find out a lot more from the next two series. You go Boston and then to New York to play the Yankees, which I think is going to be going to be a lot of fun. And then you get a little bit of a break going uh, coming home and playing Kansas City and Oakland four seven there and then uh that kind of rounds out uh i guess you kind of you, you finish off the you finish off april with milwaukee which will be fun as always uh playing a playing a different ballpark playing the nl and everything i, like I that. think that's a really good matchup for the angels that's like a similar team wise wise brewers angels like possible playoff team possible 78 80 win team depending on if things go perfectly for both teams. So I think that that's going to be a really fun, interesting series. But the Boston one, Boston, New York, obviously, these are the series you look forward to every year, um, especially playing in Boston and in New York back-to-back. It's it's a tough – it's going to be a tough road trip. And how how will they come out? The the one thing that, that will be interesting, too, I will show hate Otani pitch in Boston or New York. I believe it will be in New York. He went today. What? He went yesterday, right? When did he go? Yeah. So he went yesterday. He went, so. he went Tuesday, or yeah, he went Tuesday. Depends on how many days rest they give him. He could go next Tuesday, and that's game one in New York. Or I guess if you don't, yeah. you have the day off today, technically, when this podcast is coming yes. out. So you have the yep. day off today. You could technically push him till to the Monday, Monday nine a.m. Yeah. Thing. 8 a.m. game, I guess, for some. 8.30. Yeah. So I that'll be – that's interesting, actually. We'll see. Like, do you give them, I guess, day game the day before as well? You get that uh, get that noon game back on the East Coast. So, I don't know. You might give them the day off on that Sunday. And then you get the the marathon game on Monday. We'll see. But we'll, see. We'll, yeah, see. we'll definitely see. We'll have a podcast before that. We'll know the rotation before that, obviously. So, um, but uh, like we said, Angel's coming off a – Okay, series. I'll say okay. Homestand as well. I think they could have, they could have, should have won a couple more games in there for sure, especially against the Nationals there, um, and then also against Toronto. I think they blew a couple of those games. But you got anything to take away from them other than your famous quote that we're going to put on a T-shirt? They are who we thought they are. They are who that's, they thought. That, that's not my famous quote. Come on. Um, no, no. I mean, the National Series really reminded me of the Oakland Series. It, you, you played good enough to, to beat a bad team twice and you should have won three, but you know, the, the team collapsed and decided not to hit and also decided that they didn't want to pitch. So it happens. Um, the Toronto series is a little bit alarming for me just because that that is a playoff team. That's a good team. Those, those are the teams that you're going to have to beat when you have the lead. Like you're going to have to take advantage of being up six going into the seventh or the sixth inning. Like you're going to have to beat those type of teams. And that that's the one thing is like, can the angels beat these type of teams? I, I don't know if they can beat them long-term. So well, they're going to need with, some help. I was going to say, especially with the way Toronto used their bullpen too. You, you yeah. Just, Toronto to like wore that. that thing out. Yeah. They had nobody left for that Sunday game. Yep. They, they left Kikuchi out there to die. It was yeah. like, Hey buddy, you're you're just gonna wear this one six, like six nothing gonna game, buy you a... six nothing game in the fourth or something like that, and you, you got to find a way to close that game. You got to find a way to win 
win those games. I thought they matched up well, though. You know, I know we're, we're early in the season. I thought they match up well against Toronto, who I think I have going to the World Series. Nate, I know you're not too far behind, something like that. Um, yeah, they, I had them losing in the playoffs, but yeah. Playoff, we have them both as play as as a playoff. Yeah, they're team, both their so playoff team. They played they're well against them. I, I always thought, and kind of an interesting thing here before I get on to I have a question from one of our listeners. I always thought this was kind of a younger thing, you know, and and but it feels like just from where we're at right now, and we're what 12 games in, it seems like the Angels are playing t- to their competition at the moment, which I always thought was like yeah. a kids thing, you know, like you know adults or not necessarily adults, but pro athletes will go out there and play, you know, no matter what, but these first 12 games, it's like, you know, you get the, the Oakland series and it's like, you should have, should have swept. You should have just knocked them out of the park. So much better of a team. You go up to Seattle and you're like, and you play really well against them. You play up to that competition there. Yes. Game one against Seattle. Like you face a good, you face a good pitcher. The offense doesn't hit. It happens. It's baseball. But the other two games, it was like, dude, like the Angels can compete against these teams. It's there's a lot of fun to watch it. You come in Toronto, Angels can compete can compete against these the Toronto Blue Jays as well. You know, a playoff team that a lot of people think are a playoff team, and you know they kind of play down to Toronto wasn't playing very well. They used their bullpen. It wasn't the best best series for Toronto, and the Angels just kind of gave it away. Same thing here in the Washington National Series. It was like Angels had so many opportunities in Game One. Yeah, they took two or three, but it felt like. Why, why didn't they sweep Washington? Like it was, it, it didn't even feel like it was a, uh, it felt like the angels were playing. And they played a lot of clo- the, close games. Yeah. Really close games. Like, yeah. and I get that it's baseball and that happens. It like, is. You know, it, it definitely happens and bad teams can play good. Bad teams can get streaky. Good teams can, you know, not play so well. Um, But like these first 12 games, if there's one thing that I can really take away from it, it just feels like they're playing to their competition and not playing to the level that we expect. I expect them to play. I know you expect them to play like 500 baseball, but the way this team's played a little bit, it seems like they should be playing a lot better against bad teams, especially. I don't know. Weird, weird thought there, but I don't know if you have any thought. I was just going to say, it feels like they're, they're riding the wave of emotions. Like they're, they're riding a roller coaster up and down. And it's like when things are, when things are good, they're, they usually are are playing well, and when things aren't going good, like they they play good in Seattle. Typically, that's one of the places they play good in. Oakland is one of the places they typically struggle in. No matter how good or bad Oakland is, it always seems like you're always playing Oakland tough. Um, and then you come back home, and it was one of those things where it was like, oh, when when we got our guy on the mound, we got a shot. When we don't have our guy on the mound, we we don't have a shot. And that that's kind of the the roller coaster that we could be riding all year, but we'll see. If, if some of these starters start start to uh, pick it up and, and get through six or seven innings and be be the uh, the rotation people think they can be, th- then this seems going to be really good. But they're going to have to stretch out because this bullpen is being used a lot in weird scenarios. I think it's I think it's kind of being overused but not really, if that makes sense. Like, I think there are so many guys throwing, but they're not throwing a lot. It's like two-thirds of an inning, you know, yeah. like Matt Moore. It felt like Matt Moore came in like two or three, two or three times for two-thirds of an inning. Ryan Tapera coming in for two two pitches. Two, oh, wow, I can't talk. Two pitches. It's like, why why are we using some of these guys in these situations? Dirty innings, all, all that stuff, you know? So, yeah, I agree with you uh, on that side of stuff. 
uh, and let's get on this question. I got two things to kind of talk about today. Um, and then I know we got, we'll, we'll do another podcast for, uh, for Friday as well, because I, I, we, I want to have a little podcast about the three pitchers that, you know, what's going to go yep. on there and all that stuff. So, um, friend of the show, Chad Smithers, um, actually asked and Jeff Fletcher actually put out some stats on the angels bullpen. And one of the, one of the stats is that they have either the lowest or the second lowest average exit velocity. Now, this is something that we talked about with the shift um, or scouting. Like, I know the Angels have a very high Babbitt, and that could be for multiple reasons. It could be luck, but for one thing. However, like I just mentioned, I have felt for a while that the Angels just do not scout very well, and that's kind of what it seems like. Like, you look at the Washington Nationals game, game one, where the Angels actually kind of outhit them when it came to hard hits. Um, the Nationals really didn't get anything hard. If anybody was watching that series, yeah, they scored or that game, yeah, they scored six runs, but they and they had 15 hits. But the hardest hit hit until the seventh or eighth inning when Manessas, uh, when yeah, Joey Manessas hit a 103 mile an hour, um, double, or I think he hit actually, I think he lined out. I think the hardest hit mm-hmm. before that was 95 miles an hour. Um, yep. so I, I haven't looked up any stats. I'm gonna be honest here, I don't even know if I can really look up. Any, um, and I guess on fan graphs and actually on baseball savant, they do have yeah. um, positioning, but it would be interesting. You know, I, I'm interested in your thought on if you think it's scouting, if you think it's just luck that, you know, all these kind of crap hits. I mean, we saw the inning with Ryan Tapera too, where it was just like, you know, broken bat single, broken bat single, broken bat single. You know, I know you're not a huge Ryan Tapera fan, and but and you've been there too, where it's like, I can't, I can't get an out today. It's a blue pit. It's a broken bat. It's, you know, one thing after another thing. And it just kind of seems like it's kind of gone that way for the angels and kind of the pitching staff too. I mean, you know, like Griffin Canning looked good today, but it wasn't a lot of hard hit balls either today. So I I don't know. I mean, Washington does not hit the ball hard. Um, You you look at it. They don't, they don't have a bunch of guys that are hitting the ball with, with really good exit velo. It's not just the Angels series. So looking at the national series is kind of like tough. When, when talking about this, you know, Toronto series, that's the one that it's like, oh, okay, I, I'll take the soft contact against Toronto because they have so much exit velo in Toronto. You know, like Springer hits the ball hard typically, Kirk hits the ball hard typically, Good Vlad, Bichette. Um, you, you just go through their lineup and it's like, yeah, these guys, these guys mash. Um, so, unpopular opinion when it comes to Babip and and things like that. But part of it is pitchers not hitting spots. Like you, you are, you are giving like, if those pitches are a little bit more off the plate or a little bit more down, like they're supposed to be, you're not making contact. Now I feel like you're, you're speculating here. You got to bring up some stats or something, man. Like give me something that shows that that's that's a thing because I know we're coaches. I know that we watch a lot of games, and it's like I'm just like, I'm just telling you from past experience past when experience. you when okay. when you watch film on on games where it's like oh man I I thought I was throwing the ball well or I thought this guy was throwing the ball well and you know he gives up flare here flare here flare there most of those pitches are hittable pitches and, and they're not getting good they're not getting good contact on it because maybe you're deceptive. Maybe you're um, maybe they were guessing and and they guessed wrong. Like there, there are a lot of things, but 
I don't know. I, I'm not, I, I don't really care about the Pabib thing. It's like, are you getting outs? Yes or no? Like, some people think you can control strikeouts. If you look at, at some, some of these things, I'm not a huge believer in like, oh, you can control walk strikeouts and, and those kind of things. But there was an article the other day that said, you know, if you want good pitchers, you want to look at strikeouts, walks, um, things that, that are controllable. And I don't know, the, the angels aren't doing a great job of, of limiting the base hits. They're not doing a great job of limiting runs when it comes to the bullpen. And, I think that some of these runners pitches are a little bit runners too getting hard. on base. Huh? They're not limiting runners getting on base. Like as a bullpen, like you need to. They haven't walked a lot of guys. It's it's the hit side of things. It is. It really is. Like they have the lowest walk percentage in baseball. In baseball, it's four point four. Um, well, before today, but and that actually might have gone down even more. Um, I don't know. It's it's. Like I said we're we're twelve games in. I don't know what to take away from it, but it's something just to keep an eye on as, as we move through. I know Jeff Fletcher brought it up. I know, you know, I've seen the reports on, on the BABIP and, and the Exavilo and things like that. And it's, you know, you still got, you still got to make pitches. You still got to get outs. Um, sometimes, sometimes you go through those stretches where you're only hitting the ball hard. And sometimes you go through this, like, how many times have, have there been hard hit balls that are outs too? You know, like you talked about it with, but uh, before the double with, uh, was it Manessis you were talking about? Yeah. Before the double with Manessis, like yeah. uh, CJ Abrams hit one to the track that was hit pretty good. Dom Smith almost hit one out. Like they were hitting the ball hard. It just was getting caught. The ones that are falling, you know, the one thing that the nationals do well is they don't strike out. They are going up there looking for contact, um, so so it is hard. It is hard to put them away, but they they usually aren't hitting the ball hard because they are looking for contact. So that's that's fine. Just something I want to bring up. And and for those wondering, as I was looking up baseball so much, they don't have um, defensive defensive metrics yet. Um, if I can speak today, uh, so positioning wise, so we'll, we'll see when that comes out. I think it's usually a month into the season. They don't like to post it right away. Um, but uh, but with that being said. Last thing before I let everybody go, and I feel like we have to talk about this. How about uh, how about Brett Phillips, man? Come on, yeah, good, good to see him. Uh, spark plug off the bench today. I, I think it was a really good day, a really odd day to start him, knowing his stats against left-handed pitchers and Mackenzie Gore starting the year really good. Um, but yeah, good abs from him. Two walks, stolen base, playing some good defense. I don't think that ball gets out. Uh, no, do you think that ball play. gets out? No, good play, though. It's off the yeah. wall. Yeah, no, definitely good play, but I don't think it gets out. He made the play look a lot easier than anybody else would have. You know, like he Probably got so. to a spot so quickly, he almost didn't have to jump. Like if the wall wasn't there, he runs it down. But since the wall is there, he jumps, makes it look really good. But like you watch it and he gets to a spot and then it's like, oh, I have time and space. Let me jump and get it. Like he was almost messing around with it. and that's what it felt yeah. like. Um, yeah. So, so, but it's, it's funny because I, I brought this up with, with a friend the other day, the angels came out with the article. Well, maybe it's about a week ago now. And they were talking about, we're not going to steal bases. You know, all these other teams are stealing bases. We, we're just trying to hit the ball out of the yard. And stealing bases basically won them the game today. And that's how, and that's how they won baseball games. Yeah. 
So it, it's very frustrating for me t- to hear that and just be like, oh, we're going to wait for the long ball. They changed the rules so it's easier to steal bases, and we're going to sit here and wait for the long ball? Really? We'll, uh, we'll, we'll it, talk it about It is that. frustrating. We, we will definitely yeah, we, talk we, about that down the road because, again, it, it it's felt like this for years that the Angels have just kind of been behind the curve, and teams are stealing bases now all of a sudden, and it's – I wouldn't say it's free bases. It's not like free throws or anything like that. But, I mean, what's the stolen base percentage? 85%, right? That's At one point, it was 92. That's almost – I mean, I I don't like basketball. I don't know basketball stats. But I would assume that's a pretty good free throw percentage, as long as you got the right guys up there. Like, I mean, I'm assuming you're not going to be stealing. Yeah, that's probably pretty close to up there in free throw percentage. So, I mean, that's uh, that's as close as it gets. And if you can get a runner, uh, you know, one 90 feet closer, I know that before – you know, the stats said, don't do this. Um, I'm, I'm intrigued to know if they start doing it a little bit more, you know, because that's that's now old school baseball when you think about it, you know, like baseball handed them offense, go out and go out and take it. Like this offense can be really good, yes, but this offense can be really, really good if you get more and more runners on base. And in fact, it feels like the Angels have kind of struggled with, you know, runners in scoring position anyways. So might as well get as many guys in scoring position as possible because it just doesn't seem like, that side of stuff has really come around. And I know that's kind of a hit trend type of thing. So Nate, what you got for let everybody go. Anything, anything else? No, good. Good to see them win another series. It's, it's huge. Um, especially if they, they want this thing to, uh, to continue on, but we'll, we'll see what this, this next week looks like. This is going to be an exciting week to find out. Are we, are we real or are we, you know, just pretenders? So it, yeah. it'll be interesting. Yeah, I know people are going to be like, are you really calling them pretenders already? But you'll you'll find out if this team is real, depending on how they do in Boston and New York. Well, this is when going back to New York was when everything fell apart last year for the Angels. It really was. I think they got swept in against the Mets or is it against the Yankees? Um, the Yankees because Otani, Otani had one of his worst starts because they picked him, yeah. remember? Yeah, they, they get – they. That's when they that's when they fell apart last year and ended up losing thirteen in a row, fourteen in a row, whatever it was. And I hope that I hope we don't see it again. But yeah, they uh, went to Philly and uh started it off there. They gave it the, the got, grand slam. Got fired and, yep. Uh yeah, they gave it the grand slam to Harper and you know, so on. They went to New York and Shohei didn't throw well and yep. they all didn't throw well in New York and it was like the Yankees have something. These guys you know how to scout. So we will see how it goes from there. We'll see if the Yankees get them again. Uh, but uh, with all that being said, guys, thank you so much for watching and listening. If you could subscribe wherever you are uh, viewing us, you can go ahead and follow us on all our social medias. Check us out on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. You can also check us out on TalkingHalos.com. By the way, we're also looking for writers. Go ahead and shoot me a message on Twitter. You can follow myself on Twitter, Jared underscore Tim's, Nate at NateGreen34. Guys, thank you so much for listening. Have a great rest of your day. Mm-hmm.